if we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Thanks for being with us on AM 1420. The answer as we get rolling at seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on this Friday, the sixth morning of the 11th month of the year of our Lord 2020. Hope you're having a, excuse me, a good day today, although I'm sure that is tempered by the ongoing confusion and the ongoing um, fraud, quite frankly, that we are watching play out uh, now three days after the presidential election of Tuesday night. Uh, I hope you are managing to navigate through that. Um, we have a lot of ground to cover on that today. Coming up at 935, we're going to talk to Tom Z, our good friend uh, Tom Zawistowski of the We the People Convention, Portage County Tea Party, has a lot of thoughts on the fraud that is being perpetrated on you, not necessarily just the president of the United States, the fraud is being perpetrated on you. You are the victim. I am the victim. We are the victims of this fraud because we are going to pay the long-term price over having an election that many of us, if not all of us, believe is being stolen from Donald J. Trump due to extraordinary amounts of election irregularities. And not just election irregularities, election counting irregularities. It all goes back to Tuesday night. It all goes back to the comfortable leads that President Trump had in four key battleground states that just decided to, yeah, we're going to call it a night. We'll see you in the morning. They sent everybody home. Well, everybody that was a Republican poll watcher. And then, uh, yeah. We all get back uh, 7 a.m. Uh, Wednesday morning. Hey, guys, let's get started again. By the way, the, uh, the, the race is tied now. Yeah, we found this massive 139,000 uh, batch of, of, of ballots here that were all for Joe Biden. So we're, uh, we're dead even. Let's start counting again now. And, I mean, it is literally as absurd as I just made it sound. What I just described to you is absurdity. It's the kind of thing that you wouldn't really believe if you were watching a movie. If you were allowed to go to the movies anymore in this tyrannical uh, state in which we live right now, in which the theaters are all closed, etc., but you wouldn't buy it if Hollywood wrote such a script. It's like, come on, let's get some creativity here if we're going to steal an election, not just, uh, uh, I do about you guys, I'm tired. Uh, uh, it's 1230, uh, almost 1 o'clock in the morning. What do you say we call it a night? 
the world is waiting for the results of this election. What do you mean? Let's call it high. Yeah, I know, but uh, I just, I could use some sack time now. Okay, so let's 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 come back tomorrow morning, guys. I wouldn't buy it. Need something a little bit more, a uh, little bit more convincing. But yet, that is what they tried to sell us. Tom Zawistowski is going to talk about it at uh, 935. And then, at 1010, we're going to talk to a congressman, not uh, Jim Jordan, not Jim Renacci, two of our regulars, if you will, but Congressman Bill Johnson, who has been on this program before. He kind of uh, sent out a message yesterday by way of Facebook that I really appreciated. I really did. He is encouraging President Trump to hold the course to continue to fight for the people uh, of this country, especially in the face of these seemingly insurmountable, but maybe not seemingly insurmountable odds of proving the ballot fraud, proving the mail-in voting fraud, proving the post office fraud, and on down the line it goes in order to secure his second term. But Bill Johnson, Congressman Bill Johnson, Ohio's 6th District, Facebook commented yesterday, Mr. President, on behalf of the hardworking people of Eastern and Southeastern Ohio, I have a message for you. Please stay the course. As more reports of voting irregularities and 4 a.m. ballot dumps in contested states come to light, the more concerned the 69 million Americans who voted for you become that their legally cast votes are in effect being nullified, their voices silenced. Every legal, legally cast vote must be protected, and those cast illegally must be discarded. This could take weeks or months. The 2000 Bush versus Gore race wasn't decided until mid-December. And like that race, the U.S. Supreme Court may ultimately have to step in and see that justice and electoral fairness prevail. I loved the message from Bill Johnson yesterday, and so I called, uh, made, made a quick phone call, and he's coming on with us at 10.10 this morning to talk more about that. Now, to the more pressing and breaking news, and it is bad news. Overnight and into this morning, as they continue to somehow count, I don't know how slowly they do it or where they're getting them, but as they continue to count in Georgia and in Pennsylvania, two must-have states for the president to get to 270 electoral votes. Joe Biden has pulled ahead. Joe Biden has pulled ahead in Georgia, and Joe Biden has pulled ahead now literally just moments ago. I saw as we came onto the air the note that he has pulled ahead in Pennsylvania as well. Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, the one of the if not the most corrupt political machines in the United States of America. Somehow, someway, they just keep finding mail-in ballots. And look at that. None of them have postmarks on them. Yeah, but that's okay, because they're all for Joe Biden. And Philadelphia decided a long time ago that uh, envelopes that are not clearly postmarked before November 3rd would just be assumed to have been sent in before November 3rd. We will assume that all ballots we receive were sent in early, even if they can't be proven, and therefore they will be counted. Which gave them carte blanche to start stamping out ballots, scribbling illegible signatures on them, putting them in envelopes with no uh, postmarks on them, and turning them in. Yep, we're going to assume. You know the old adage, right? You know the explanation of assume 
and it applies here. We are going to assume, says Pennsylvania uh, election officials, that these arrived on time, making an ass of both you and me. That's what assume means, and that's exactly what's being done to us here. So it looks like it's all over but the shouting. It looks like the only thing that can happen now would be for several Hail Mary passes in the form of court challenges that the president is filing and his legal team is filing, several Hail Mary passes would have to fall into the arms of a waiting receiver despite the massive numbers of arms waving and trying to knock the ball down. We're going to have to complete a Hail Mary pass to win uh, court fights in Pennsylvania. We're going to have to complete a Hail Mary to win the court fight in Michigan. We're going to have to complete a Hail Mary to win a court battle in Nevada. And we're going to have to win, uh, uh, catch another Hail Mary to win a court fight in, uh, in Arizona. All of these legal challenges should be fought. And I second Bill Johnson's notion that, yes, President Trump needs to keep fighting. But I just want to be a realist here, and I want to be upfront with you. While the president can and should continue to fight, they don't call Hail Mary passes Hail Marys for no good reason. It's kind of a wing and a prayer. And Hail Mary passes probably maybe one out of every 20 or 30 are completed. 29 out of 30 are knocked down. Um, The odds are not in our favor to complete that many prayer passes, if you will. And the President of the United States, is is, that's really all he's got to go on now. I do want to say this before we get into the nuts and bolts of some of those legal challenges. What is being done to you, the American voter by way of this fraud being perpetrated against the President of the United States and the American voters, is going to have a long-lasting impact. President Trump, because of his pro-growth, pro-business, deregulated, lower corporate taxes policies, President Trump has put this economy on such solid footing, despite the ongoing pandemic, despite governors ordering businesses to be closed, despite governors ordering businesses to only remain open at half or one-quarter capacity, despite all of those things, the, the economy continues to rebound in the midst of the second wave of the Chinese coronavirus. News came down less than an hour ago, the jobs report for October. The U.S. economy just added, despite all of what I just said, all of the negative elements of the workforce right now, of business in America because of tyrannical governor decisions that have nothing to do with the president, despite all of the anti-business Climate elements. The U.S. economy just added another 638,000 jobs in October. 
unemployment fell to 6.9%. That is, without question, extraordinary. The U.S. added 661,000 jobs in September as the rate dropped to 7.9%. Now, a month later, down to 6.9%, 638,000 more jobs. These economists predicted 530,000, so we continue to outpace the expectations in this economic revival that shouldn't even be happening right now. You understand that? This economic bounce back shouldn't be happening while we're still in the midst of the pandemic, while we're still suffering from the lockdown and business, anti-business decisions being made by the Mike DeWines and the Andrew Cuomo's and the uh, Tom Wolfs and the Gavin Newsom's and the Gretchen Whitmer's of this country. We shouldn't be rebounding yet. We're still out of business. We're still not, we're still not open. There's still so many industries that are, you know, crippled by these decisions. And yet the economy was on such solid footing pre pandemic, thanks to the president's policies that we are still bouncing back while the pandemic rages on. It's not like, Pandemic's gone. Cases are dropping madly. Number of cases, number of hospitalizations, number of deaths bottoming out. It's it's over. Now we can rebuild. It's still raging. In fact, the you know the uh, paranoid um, you know blank salesmen, if you will, uh, that are out there still trying to convince us that we are in grave danger. The pandemic, the pandemic, the coronavirus, the COVID nineteen, blah blah blah. They're still out there screaming at the top of their lungs that we have to get back in our houses and hide from the deadly virus. That's still going on, and we're still rebounding anyway. So what I meant when I said that we are in for a long, long period of pain if this fraud against the President of the United States is allowed to be victorious, I mean it. You you saw what a slow, snail's pace recovery our economy made under Joe Biden and Barack Obama from 2008 to 2016. You saw how slow and anemic that recovery was, the slowest rebound from recession since, you know, the the turn of the century. That that would be the uh, 20th century, not the 21st. And if Joe Biden is allowed to take over now by hook or by crook, this wonderful economic growth that we are continuing to see under Donald Trump under extraordinarily impossible circumstances will be gone. So we are paying the price for this fraud. Not just President Trump. We should and do feel terrible for him that he is being victimized by all of this fraud, but you better start feeling sorry for for yourself. Just as President Trump put America first policies in place, we matter more than other countries do. America first. You need to look out for number one as well. And if Joe Biden takes over, friends, if Joe Biden and the liberal socialist uh, economic model takes over, there will be no recovery. None. You better look out for yourself. 921. We've got a lot of ground to cover here. We really do. AM 1420, The Answer. Okay, 926. 
Thanks for being with us on this Friday edition of The Authority. Uh, Tom Zawistowski is going to join us next to talk about the fight that President Trump has in front of him. The bad news is it is probably almost an insurmountable fight. The good news is we have the very best fighter that we could ever ask for uh, that is ready to take this on. But you've got to understand just how difficult the task is. Now, I said we have to complete a whole lot of Hail Mary passes, and I firmly believe that's true. But it's not like we don't have some... Uh, some aspects of this that are in our favor. We have so much evidence of fraud. Now, again, you're going to have to convince a whole lot of courts to you know, invalidate counts or to order recounts, et cetera, in order to do this. But in order to convince them, you do have to have the evidence. And there is a ton of evidence. Make no mistake about that. Over 3,000 cases of voter fraud in Nevada have been sent to the Department of Justice. And they expect the Nevada Republican Party to, uh, for that number to grow substantially. The Nevada Republican Party last night uh, stated that, quote, our lawyers just sent a criminal referral to AG Barr regarding at least 3,062 instances of voter fraud. We expect that number to grow substantially. Thousands of individuals have been identified who appear to have violated the law by casting ballots after they moved out of Nevada. So while the media and the Democrats uh, continue to claim that voter fraud is very rare, we are seeing tons of examples of it. Uh, and the question is, is once again, this is where the hell Mary, the judge has to complete the pass or the judge has to catch the pass in each of these instances. This is uh, Richard Grinnell uh, talking with Newsmax television about the fraud and the cases in Nevada. Look, here in Nevada, I have to tell you, we um, have found and just referred to DOJ 3,062 people who were found uh, really through publicly available information that journalists should be digging into. But we, the campaign, found 3,062 people who violated residency requirements in Nevada and voted when they don't live here and they didn't meet the residency requirements. Now, some of these individuals may have lived here in the past and got a ballot sent to them. We don't know the exact details yet, but we do know that they voted. And so what uh, we are um, doing is referring these individuals to DOJ so that they can look at the details for possible criminal prosecution. That's extraordinarily important information. And again, that's just one state. Now, I've got a ton of other evidence and information that I'm going to share with you, and we're going to talk about perhaps with Tom Zawistowski as well, about voter fraud that is being committed not just by individuals who no longer live in a given location, but received a mail-in ballot, received you know the one of the live uh, universal mail-in ba- ballots that were sent out to everybody, even without cleaning up voter rolls, accounting for dead voters, accounting for people who have moved out of the state, etc. It's not just them that are carrying out the fraud. Project Veritas has been doing extraordinary work exposing fraud within the United States Postal Service. Actual postal workers caught on camera, hidden camera with Project Veritas, admitting all of the ballot harvesting that they have participated in and that they are aware are being carried out in other locations. The work that Project Veritas is doing is so invaluable if we are to complete these Hail Mary passes, meaning prove beyond a reasonable doubt to judges that there have been nefarious fraud uh, schemes in place 
and that the president deserves a recount, one in which all poll watchers from both parties are able to have full access to see those recounts in order to try to flip this thing around. We'll talk more about all of this with Tom Zawistowski from uh, the Portage County Tea Party and We the People Convention next on AM 1420, The Answer. Attention, social justice warriors. If you're looking for a safe space where your delicate ears won't be offended, this isn't it. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420, The Answer. Yes, indeed it is, and it's a free-for-all Friday, although we do have a couple of guests who are going to offer some very important information and perhaps some inspiration, which we desperately need right now as we watch the presidency of the United States being stolen from President Donald J. Trump. At least that's how many of us view it. Uh, Phone lines will be open at 216-901-0945-888-281-1110. Coming up at 1010, we will talk, as mentioned, with Congressman Bill Johnson from Ohio's 6th Congressional District. He is very, very encouraging and wants President Trump to continue this fight every step of the way with every legal challenge he can find. And I know that my guest right now feels the same way. Tom Zawistowski is the president of the Portage County Tea Party as well as the We the People Convention. Tom, good morning. Good morning, Bob. Glad to be with you. Always good to talk to you, Tom. I wanted to reach out because you are so very um, passionate about this, uh, about pretty much everything that has gone on in the Trump presidency, all of the obstacles and all of the uh, uh, opposition that he has faced in simply trying to do his job. And now uh, he wants to do his job for another four years. And Tuesday night, it looked like most of America said, yeah, we want that too. And then suddenly we said, or they said, eh, uh, tired, uh, a little sleepy. Let's let's call it a night. Let's not count anymore tonight. Okay, we'll come back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. and restart. And, hey, when we showed up, there's 100,000 votes for Joe Biden waiting for us. Hey, there's uh, 80,000 votes for Joe Biden waiting for us, Tom. I've never seen anything quite like it. Let's start. There's a lot of avenue uh, avenues to go down here in terms of the alleged fraud. But let's start with just that. Has there ever been a legitimate reason offered as to why those four battleground states just cut off their counting while the rest of the world is waiting to see the outcome of this election? Yeah, there has been no explanation, and they're not going to offer an explanation because the explanation is it, it, it is a coordinated effort to commit massive voter fraud. Uh, So they're not going to admit anything. But we have seen this before. We saw this with the Al Franken Senate situation uh, back in, when was that, 2012 or or 14, uh, where, you know, the the Republican won in Minnesota, and they just kept finding all these ballots until uh, Franken won, right? Mm -hmm, We saw mm -hmm. this in uh, Orange County, Mm -hmm. California uh, uh, in 2018, where four or five uh, House Republican House members in Orange County won, and all of a sudden these ballots just kept showing up and a you know, week after the election, they had all lost. So this is not new. What's new is they picked on the wrong guy. What's new is they picked on a guy named Donald Trump who isn't going to back down and is going to fight this and expose this and is going to win. That's what's new. Tell me why the confidence, the, the authority with which you just said he's going to win. Because the odds, I, I explained it this way in the first half hour of the program, now that, you know, Biden has pulled ahead in Georgia, according to the official count, he has pulled ahead in Pennsylvania, according to the official count, 
the president is going to have to win multiple lawsuits in multiple courtrooms in multiple states. He's going to have to, and I just made the comparison to Hail Marys, he's going to have to complete you know, a whole bunch of Hail Mary passes. And we know that most Hail Mary passes, because they are a wing and a prayer, don't get completed. He's going to have to do a lot of, uh, of winning in a lot of courtrooms in a lot of states, Tom. Well, I, I don't consider them Hail Mary passes at all. I mean, right. in Pennsylvania particularly, it's very clear. Even though the Supreme Court refused to hear the Republicans' uh, uh, you know, petition a week before the election, mm-hmm. what Gorsuch said, in, uh, when they refused to take it up, they, they made Pennsylvania set aside these ballots that came in after the election. And, and he said, we'll, if need be, we'll look at it later. And Carmi Dillon, who's a really good attorney you guys see on TV a lot, said last night that what's different now is that in legal terms, there's a term called it's now ripe, meaning that what happened in Pennsylvania is, is going to decide the president of the United States, and therefore the Supreme Court will have to do this. And here's the bottom line for all your listeners. The legislators, the legislators in each state make the rules for the election, mm-hmm. not judges, not you know, executive branch peoples, not secretary of states. It's in the Constitution. The legislature of Pennsylvania did not agree to allow for these three days extra for counting these absentee ballots. That is not in their law. That means that all those ballots, ballots are invalid. They don't exist. And that's what the Supreme Court is going to rule. And Donald Trump is going to win Ohio because of that. Okay, but it's not just that. Now let's start investigating the Postal Service and the backdating of, of electoral ballots, because what the Supreme Court did rule is that they had to be dated before November 3rd, right, and, and, and before they could be counted. And here you have postal employees on camera you know, are, are in, with Project Veritas, saying that they did this, mm-hmm. they, they backdated ballots, not only in Erie, Pennsylvania, and other parts of Pennsylvania, but in Traverse City, Michigan as well. So, you know, I don't call it. I thought, I thought they had, I thought they had postal workers in Nevada saying the same thing. I could be wrong about that. I, yeah. And Tom, this is, this is what's really so crazy. Um, I, I may be mixing up my states with the, my fraud. There is so many, there are so many examples of this fraud, or at least allegations of fraud, that I can't even keep them all straight. That's how bad this is. That's how multi-pronged it is in, in, in so many different states. And here's the, the other thing, Tom, and this is what concerns me. You just mentioned a lot about the Pennsylvania uh, uh, ruling and how the Supreme Court refused to rule on it and, you know, with a 4-4 to four decision, et cetera. And so it went back, and they can pretty much – they said they will assume that any ballot that is not clearly postmarked before number, November 3rd will just assume that they were and count them all. And, and it gives them the opportunity to essentially just keep stamping out new ones until they get the right amount that they need, which is why they stopped counting, in my opinion, on election night. Having said all of that, Tom – I don't think, you know, the courts are necessarily the answer because, as we saw yesterday, at least alleged by the Republican Party in Pennsylvania, the Philadelphia sheriff is not sheriff is not enforcing the court order that was given about poll observers. Uh, exactly. You know, yeah, they want a court a order saying, you know, you, you have to give them at least six feet within six feet. And that's, of course, because of covid. But and that's still not close enough to see what's on every ballot, of course. But they were keeping them 10 to 100 feet away. The, the a, a judge in in, uh, in uh, Pennsylvania said, you can't do that. You have to give them access. And the Philadelphia sheriff said, too bad, not doing it. They have yeah, the no Philadelphia fear sheriff, of reprisal. The Philadelphia sheriff has no authority like the U.S. Supreme Court. 
what they just did is illegal. It will mean those votes right. won't count. It's not a Hail Mary. It's a layup, okay? It's just real simple. And then when you, when you appeal the decision of the local court and say we don't want observers, when the Constitution says you have to have observers, you lose. You lose. They're going to lose. Bob, this is an opportunity. Yeah, everyone's scared. I'm telling your people who listen, don't be scared. We're in the fight that we can win, and there's more to this than just winning the election for Donald Trump. Because what we're going to be able to do in this is expose the systemic corruption of the Democratic Party machine nationally that's been going on for decades that no Republican would ever fight. And we're going to damage them severely by re-electing Donald Trump and exposing this is the reason why he was re-elected. That's a great opportunity for us, Bob, and we're going to win this fight. No, I'm, not, I'm not even you know, saying it's possible. I'm telling you, we're going to win this fight because they're cheating like hell, and we've got the evidence. And we do have the Supreme Court, thanks to our electing Donald Trump in 2016 and him appointing three Supreme Court justices. Yeah, and we're talking to Tom Zawistowski, who is the president of the We the People Convention, as well as the Portage County Tea Party. Um, are you confident that every judge is going to listen to all of the evidence? I mean, you can list the evidence. I can list the evidence. Project Veritas can record uh, and verify the evidence of fraud in so many of these cases. But do we know that every judge is going to listen? That's where I, that's why I kind of you know, continue to say a lot of things are going to have to fall in the right place, land in the right judge's courtroom. You know, a Democrat-appointed judge, we've seen it before, not necessarily in elections, but in various challenges uh, with you know, sanctions city orders and whatnot. It lands in the wrong Obama appointee or Clinton appointee judge's courtroom and nope, kicked out, can't do it. So that's why I think a yeah. lot of pieces have to fall in a lot of places for this to well, work. See, that's and, why I call and, it. And so, but you have confidence in it. So look at the Supreme Court as really an ace in the hole because no court has the authority over federal elections that then they have. They've got the ultimate authority. It doesn't matter what all these other courts say. The only thing that's going to matter is what the Supreme Court says. And what the Supreme Court is going to say, for instance, your example of Pennsylvania, right? They said, you've got, to, you've got to count these ballots as they come in later, okay, even if they don't have a postmark, unless you can prove that they came in, they, that they didn't come in before the deadline. Well, what do you think those Project Veritas videos prove? That they didn't come in before the deadline. So the court needs that information to say, yep, this is invalid. And you know what? Because we got this proof, we got to throw all the rest of these out. Now, listen, a couple things are really important. First of all, I'm really yeah. proud of Bill Johnson, and I'm glad you're bringing him on, because Bill Johnson is doing what every Republican needs to do. Okay, And I'm calling upon Jane Timken today to, to write, come out with a statement that says, we, the people of Ohio, the Republican Party of Ohio, will not accept the outcome of this fraudulent election unless these votes are invalidated, because by doing this cheating, you are invalidating the votes of every Ohioan who voted for Donald Trump. And I'm going to push for every state party leader in the country to do that, because you know what? The Supreme Court will listen to that. So that's step number one, okay? And listen, I know people are, are concerned about you know, how big a fight this is, but you're talking to a guy who they told me I couldn't fight IRS, the IRS that Obama sicked on me. They, you can't defeat the IRS, Tom. Give up. Just give in. We, in a, a little 
group of Tea Party Patriots, we fought them for six years and beat them twice in court. Right? You're talking to the guy who in 2016 sat at the table with David Connie in Cuyahoga Falls, the head of the NRA's outreach group, and they told us Donald Trump could never be president and he sure as hell can't win Ohio. And the We the People Convention with the NRA and our people not only won Ohio but elected him president because of our actions. They said that Joe Biden was leading Ohio this last election. But the We the People Convention and our, our volunteers made 2.5 million text messages delivered door-to-door to hundreds of thousands of people, and we won. We're going to win this fight. You're not talking about somebody who doesn't know how to fight, including me or Donald no, Trump. No, I, I believe it. Well, you know, I talked about this yesterday, too. What, that's the one thing we know about Donald Trump. He hates losing so much. He just, it's just, it's, his DNA is different. It's, it's the way, it's why he continues to look at television ratings, even though he's not in television anymore, because of his days as a, uh, you know, with the, uh, the apprentice. He hates losing. He will fight until his last breath to win. He especially hates losing if the game isn't, if the, 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 the playing field is not level and, and if things are not fair. So he will fight. I agree. He should absolutely all the way. Let me ask you this. So he fights. Uh, all of these lawsuits are filed in all of these states. The media calls Pennsylvania and Georgia for Joe Biden. And now that they're in the lead with 98%, or Biden is in the lead with 98%, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're going to call it. Biden is going to declare victory. Trump is going to refuse to concede. If it goes Tom Zawasowski to the Supreme Court and the deciding vote is cast, because I firmly I do not trust John Roberts at all. I think it would be 4-4, four to four, and I think that, uh, that Amy Coney Barrett would be the deciding vote. We all know how contentious that was. Are you concerned about anarchy? I mean, literal. I mean, if you think, in my opinion, Tom, the George Floyd riots that we saw this entire summer will look like carnivals compared to what will happen if Amy Coney Barrett is the deciding vote that gives President Trump four more years uh, and declares the results of uh, all of those, uh, you know, uh, 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 the elections invalid because of the fraud that has taken place. I can't imagine what this country would look like. Well, Bob, freedom is not free, and you have to be willing to fight for it. And I got news for you. If they want to loot and burn and burn out cities, we're going to arrest them. We're going to put them away, and Donald Trump will do that. That's what's so important about this fight, because it gives us the moral authority by proving this was all done by fraud, right? By exposing the left and the media and big business and all the people behind this. When Donald Trump is reelected president, it's going to give us the authority to then ask for a special counsel to go after all these groups and use RICO. Listen, we are under attack by communist China. Those aren't Democrats, the Antifa people are funded by the Chinese. Go to WeThePeopleConvention.org and read about it. This is an assault on our country that is global. That's what we're fighting for. And that's why we will not lose this. And I don't care if we have to be in the streets. There's going to be huge rallies in Philadelphia, Detroit, in Las Vegas, all over this country with patriots demanding that they count only the legal votes. You want to go out in the streets, Bob? We'll go out in the streets. And we'll kick your ass. Don't tell. I'm not it. afraid of these people. I know We're not you're not. Afraid of hey, Tom, I'm going to ask you one more question before you go. Uh, yesterday, as again, you know, we started to see this fraud taking hold and it looking more and more like Joe Biden is going to declare victory, blah, blah, blah. The one thing that I said that we can look at as a silver lining if we are unsuccessful in exposing all of this 
is that we still have our 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 um, uh, our uh, failsafe, our firewall, and that's the Senate. Right, Senate. Yeah. Now we find out this morning, maybe not. Yeah. This is yeah. not a John settled James. deal because of about, Georgia and yeah. all of these extra Biden sure. ballots they're finding. They're apparently also finding ballots for the Democratic Senate candidates. Right now we have two Georgia senators who are both Republicans. If those flip in runoff elections, which they apparently are going to do, is go to a runoff election, if those flip, we no longer even have the firewall. Then everything that they yeah. said is on the table is in play. Court packing, new states added. Yeah. End of the legislative filibuster, all of that time is going to be in play. That's not an accident, folks. We are at war. Why are we surprised that the enemy will do whatever it takes to win? The only question is, are we willing to do what it takes to win? The answer is, we will never accept the outcome of this election. We are going to invalidate the illegal votes, get the dead people off, those Senate candidates aren't going to be in runoffs, except for the one where the two Republicans stupidly went after each other. Okay, James is going to win in Michigan. There's a there's a lawsuit right now where there was one county that that voted you know red that all of a sudden is all blue, and so that James is not winning in that Senate seat. You think we're going to put up with that? Hell no. This is what it, why we got to fight right now. They're yeah. all in. And if we go all in and defeat them now, they are damaged forever. And then we're going to take every person in this country who calls themselves a communist, a socialist, and a Marxist, and we're either going to deport them or charge them with sedition because they're a cancer within our nation. And we cannot have the enemy within it's not free speech to have a Communist Party USA. You think there's a Republican Party in the Soviet Union or a Democratic Party in China? What, are we stupid? Yeah, the Republicans nope. have been stupid for 50 years. Donald Trump's not stupid. The American people aren't stupid. And we are about to bring the wrath of God down on these communists who've infiltrated our country. And we're going to kick them out of our country. Nobody brings the wrath or the fire quite like Tom Z does, and that's why I wanted to have you on, Tom. I wanted you to be the voice of the angry majority, and I know you are. You, well, they, I think I really do. I think we are the majority, not the minority. We are. More of us voted for Donald Trump than voted for Joe Biden. Tom Z, Absolutely. thank you very much, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank Bob. Tom Zawistowski. Follow him and his work and his organization at wethepeopleconvention.org, uh, wethepeopleconvention. Uh, it's 9.53. We're right back after this. Okay, 957, a little short segment here before the top of the hour. Let's get a couple of phone calls in as we continue to watch and react and hope and pray. And yes, as Tom Z said, and as Bill Johnson will tell us after the top of the hour, fight. We do. We just have to fight. Wally is in Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn Heights, actually. Uh, You're on AM 1420, The Answer. Wally, good morning. Hello, Wally. I just wanted to say how it's... Yeah, it's me. (laughs) Gotcha, um, gotcha. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Uh, first of all, I'm... I got you now, yes. Okay, great. First of all, I just wanted to say I'm extremely disappointed in our Republican representatives for not supporting Trump the way they should have, like Governor Devine and Senator Portman. Second of all, if Biden should win, which we all know is corruption at its highest, can you really see him negotiating with Kim Jong-un, Xi Jinping, or Putin? These dictators are just waiting for the right time to tell Biden, we want to take over the United States 
and Biden will say, how much are you willing to pay me? Biden and Camilla will sell us out at any cost. Also, amen to what Tom said. Which part? Just about fighting and not stopping? Uh, yes, exactly. All of it. And praying okay. for our country. Yeah. You know what, Wally, your part, your point you just, thank you for the phone call, the point you just made about uh, the foreign influence uh, that Joe Biden, you know, or the, actually the influence that the foreign countries and our enemies, our adversaries will have over the United States because they have Joe Biden is extraordinarily important. That is one of the reasons why it was so dangerous for us to, you know, in, in this entire election to allow this guy to even sniff victory. This man and his criminal syndicate, his crime syndicate family, um, are owned by the Chinese. They're owned by Ukraine. They're owned essentially since Ukraine is so dominated by Russian uh, Russian policies by Putin. It is it is simply amazing to me that nobody well not nobody because sixty nine million people voted for Donald Trump, but that not more people understood the danger because they refused to look at the evidence that was presented in the last two weeks of this uh, election. They refused to look at all of the corroborating evidence showing that the, the Biden crime family was literally taking millions of dollars from Chinese, and Ukrainian, and Kazakhstani uh, companies, and they are owned now by these companies because these companies will expose them with even more evidence that cannot be tur- uh, uh, turned away, that cannot, that cannot be ignored by the media. The media ignored Tony Bobolinsky. The media ignored the documents, the laptop, uh, the receipts, the text messages. They ignored all of that. But once the foreign governments start coming with the exact same information on their end, they are going to, Joe Biden is either going to have to bow and acquiesce to them or be exposed and perhaps imprisoned for what he did. We said this going into the election because of all of this. Joe Biden, as a president of the United States, is the most grave national security threat that this country has faced probably since the Cold War. Not even count. Forget about uh, forget about uh, Iraq. Forget about Afghanistan. I'm talking about going back. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't want to ignore all the other wars, but in all seriousness, he is a national security threat that must be dealt with. And that's why we can't stop fighting. Bill Johnson, congressman from Ohio six next.